Welcome to the Empowered Global Women in Business podcast. I am Elle Ballard, a bicultural woman, mother, wife, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, I will help you navigate entrepreneurship as women of the world, a multinational bicultural woman. I will interview female business owners navigating the cross-cultural dynamics of building a business sustainably, ethically and in community. In this raw and real conversations, I will explore what it's like to build a business authentically and on your own terms. If you are a multinational woman and ready to build a business authentically while maintaining your uniqueness and individuality, welcome to the Empowered Global Women and Business Podcast. Hi everyone, Elle Ballard is here with you today and I have a special guest with us today and I'm excited for this conversation. Permelia, welcome. Thank you, Elle. I'm just delighted to be here. Great to see you. Great to have you. Thank you for taking the time. I'm excited for this conversation. And before we jump on, as usual, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Permelia first. So Permelia Parham has been divinely guided to create the Healing Institute. It's a virtual global hub connecting clients to holistic practitioners. Permelia inspires her team of professional holistic practitioners to create a proactive wellness community supporting their clients and each other. The Healing Institute's motto is a service with love. I love that. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. So, and that leads me to 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 the first question uh, of our conversations today conversation today why do you do what you do and what makes you unique in doing this well, kind I, of work mm-hmm. thank you for that's a great question uh, so I what I do in the healing realm I really am truly uh, blessed to be able to do some modalities that work very well with my clients and to help them heal either from um, physically, emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. And I think what makes me unique is that I'm always, I'm always open to whatever might show up. Uh, so I, I, I work very hard at not judging, at not, at not perhaps um making a decision before I actually have all the facts. That's one of the things I definitely want to always do is to be asking questions and and being open, open to receiving, definitely open to receiving, whatever that might be, whatever yeah. that might look at, look like, whether it's um, whether it's vibration from other people or information from other people. Um, or love from other people. So I'm very, very open always to accepting whatever is going to happen for me. I truly believe is uh, something I learned quite a few years ago is whatever I am attracting, that's what either my body needs or my spirit needs or my soul needs. And if I'm attracting negatively, that's my responsibility to change that. Yeah. If I'm attracting positively, okay, great. That's always good. But to be understanding that whatever you are attracting is actually a responsibility. Mm, that is wisdom. That is wisdom to to arrive to that, right? And that it all starts with us. 
um, such a great advice and such a great reminder. I think especially in today's world, you know, with all the borders are being smaller and we all interconnected through, you know, online space and everything. It's it's so important to be open, right, to to everything and um, or people we're talking to because everybody has their own way of looking at things or doing things and instead of filtering instead of having this perception whether it was wrong or right and I love that I love and and I love what you said about being open because it might be something you haven't thought of Uh, it might be something that it's not an experience for you but it's been an experience for someone else yeah And, and you can go oh wow that's really I might I might want to embrace that yeah Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. Such a great advice. We're starting with, and it's already, look at that, <laughs> we're already receiving advice. But yeah, it starts with you and it's all in our control, right? Um, that's so wonderful. So thank you for sharing that. Now, I know that you grew up in Canada, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's so, um, yeah. And I love, you know, to ask this question, whether you grew up in a different country or not, or any country you grew up, of course, how has your background limited or favored you? Well, I was, uh, I think, very blessed uh, that where I actually grew up was on the west coast of Canada on Vancouver Island, where I'm living right now. Oh, beautiful. Um, and Although I haven't lived here, I haven't lived here my whole life. I moved away and then came back. And my father was in the Canadian Navy. Mm-hmm. So that really opened up a lot of doors for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, you know, we would go, my mom and I, when I was a small child, we would go down to where the ship was taking off and say goodbye. That was always very heart-wrenching. And and um, I never knew when he was coming back, whether it was going to be a three months. He'd be gone sometimes three months at a time, sometimes six months at a time. And, and so my, uh, there was two things here. One that I, my, my dad brought the world to us in a way, because when he came home, he was always talking about where he'd been, whether it was Japan or somewhere um, they went to um, a lot of times they went, they went to Hawaii when there was like two hotels on Waikiki beach. He had, he had pictures of that. So he brought the world to us. The other part was as well, my sister didn't come along until um, seven and a half years later. And so my mom and I really bonded. Like mm. we really were, she, she, I was her whole world. Yeah. And I was thinking about this later. I was just recently, I was like, wow, I was so lucky to have her, to have, I was so blessed to have her, just have her. And she really, um, you know, is never allowed to be spoiled or sassy or anything like that. But yeah, I used to say, but I really got a lot of attention, really, you know, positive attention. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking, oh, that must have been for her. She grew up in a family of boys. She was the only daughter and there was eight sons. And she always wanted, to, she always wanted a sister. And I was like, I got the benefit of the fact that finally she had a daughter in her life. And um, and we had a lot of time together, just the two of us. Oh, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. I love how you said your dad brought the world to you. I love that. I and um, I think he gave, he. I love to travel. Yeah, um, and I've been to very many different places. Even though I haven't lived there, I've traveled a lot of different places. And I think I got that from him. Yeah, uh, always wanting to be on an adventure. Yeah, I love that. 
That's so wonderful. That's so beautiful. Um, you know, what sparked when you were sharing that, what I remember the first thing came to my mind. And, you know, I grew up in a um, USSR. I, I was born in USSR um, until it kind of collapsed, you know, in 92, but um, 91. But uh, I remember we couldn't travel. And this one time that um, the, the memory of my dad traveling to Europe for a first time and he did exactly that and for us it was just a, such a great experience of just listening to stories he told us you know from him going for the first time in his life as well and he visited Switzerland at a time I remember and so that memory I just I just remembered in my own family and but it's just a beautiful way to say how he brought the world to you even though you did not travel but you kind of experienced it you know from him I love that. Um, and now that you remember it now and that sparked your love for travel, that's beautiful. Now, I want to take it to your business uh, as um, you're building this beautiful heart-centered business, um, you know, supporting holistic practitioners. I want to ask you this question. What, in your mind, what was the biggest challenge or the biggest lesson that you had to learn or had to overcome when uh while building a business as a woman was there anything that you could share with us i don't know that there's been anything that's been so big that it it got in the way um you know as as a woman i the way i was raised i was raised to be very confident mm -hmm. and to really embrace my, you know, my gifts that I had, not just to embrace them and say, okay, well, I'm like this or I'm like that, but also to serve, to be giving what I had available to give to other people. Mm -hmm. So being in this, wanting to serve the world from a holistic way and also from a health way. And I just truly believe that we, we do need to make, we do need to make our world, our world healthier. Yeah. We're not as healthy as we could possibly be. Yes. And so um, the Healing Institute, and I call it an institute because I'm really passionate about educating, educating people how to be well and how to stay well. We're all on a health journey. So let's be well and stay well as best we can on this health journey. Mm -hmm. And it came about because of uh, I was home um, when the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, my office that I had, um, got closed down. And mm -hmm. so I had to come home and start to see my clients rather in person. Mm -hmm. I was seeing them over over Zoom and, and over the phone. Now, I feel so blessed that I didn't need to, I didn't have to shut down my company. Yeah. Because the work that I do, the body code, emotion code work that I do, is all energy, which yeah. of course, I, I studied many years ago as well. And so it we can travel, we can do it. It The energy travels through Zoom, through that little yes. camera. The energy travels over the phone. So we can, and I even do some distance um, healing with that modality with some pets uh, from the United States and from, um, mm -hmm. from Australia. And I don't even, I'm not even on Zoom with them. They, their they're, uh, owners just give me permission and then I take the time that I can take to connect um, how I need to connect energetically with them and then uh, release those those emotions that we get trapped. Uh, we get trapped in our animals just like we, they get trapped in us as humans. Mm -hmm. So I was very felt very blessed that I didn't have to shut down my company because I know a lot of people had to. Yeah. 
And so then when I started to be on these different networking platforms mm-hmm. um, from all over the world, <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I had this idea before it was in the fall of 2019, just to put it in perspective. Um, I had the idea of finding a building in where I live um, for holistic practitioners. So I'd I'd done a I'd done lots of research, talked to lots of holistic practitioners, um, and everybody thought that would be great to have a building where they could do their yoga retreats and they could do their workshops or even see their clients if they wanted to have a, a nice space to just see clients. And so that's kind of what I was doing in the fall of 2019. So I had the concept, and then when everything got locked down in 2020, and I started to meet people all over the world. I was like, oh, and that's why I say I'm divinely guided. I really feel that I've been divinely guided. Yeah. Because I, I, I have, I, I talk to God every day. And I think one day he just went, no, Permelia, we're not doing a building on Vancouver Island. We're going to do something just a little bit bigger than that. So that's that. when now the concept of the virtual global yeah. hub for holistic practitioners and also, of course, clients we want clients to come and meet these amazing practitioners that I have that just do so many wonderful things for health and we want people coming to the healing institute and connecting with these practitioners and being healthy yeah yeah that's beautiful that's beautiful I love that divinely guided and I love how you know pandemic gave everybody a new perspective uh, like you said some businesses closed had to find different ways and uh, now post-pandemic um, you know it's it's a little bit different world with everything and uh, yeah so I love that I love the the global hub for what you do I don't think I know any other company that does that so that's beautiful and uniting and, and really having this hub where clients can find those practitioners Yes, it, it's one-stop shopping for the clients yeah. because they come to the to the Healing Institute. And if somebody came to me, so the modality that I work with is called body code. So mm-hmm. if, if a client came to me and I went, oh, okay, and we did a set, say we did a session. And then I thought, you know, they could really benefit from one of my practitioners as a conscious breathing facilitator. They could really benefit from her or they could really benefit from a transformational coach. I have another another practitioner who who does um, Akashic record reading. Then as practitioners, we're a community. So we get together, put a plan together, put it, give it back to the client. So we're, we are working together for the client. And that's on my website. I have a little paragraph about the whole person client. And that's what I mean. We're looking at the whole client. We're not just looking at a symptom. We're not just saying, okay, well, we'll just do this. Um, and then, you know, you're on your own again. We really want to embrace that client's healing journey and their health journey. Mm-hmm. So that we're we're walking along with them um, as whatever they need to be as healthy as possible. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. Well, I want to I want to tell our listeners who are listening to this right now or who are viewing this right now, um, check out um, this hub, this beautiful hub of all these practitioners. In case you're looking right now, uh, or in case you you yourself is a practitioner, right? Uh, yes. Want yes, to definitely. have this um, mm-hmm. access to you know 
uh, to this hub and and post your profile there. So check, definitely check that out. Check that website. Um, and I want to ask next question. So you know we we have the, this beautiful community of women of the world um, called the Women of the World Network, and we. You know, I love uniting. I love diversity. I love learning about different cultures. That's just, I don't know. I always, when I talk to someone, I always learn something new. I always, it just gives me, it opens my 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 mind, gives me mm-hmm. new possibilities, new opportunities. But I also, and, and that's why I love doing this podcast. You know, when we, when I speak to different women uh, all over the world. So I love to ask this question. What does it mean for you to be a woman of the world? Well, I'm just so excited about the opportunities that we have now as women. You know, I I often um, say, well, I'm glad I wasn't around in the, you know, 17th century. Yes. um, Because, you know, as as women who wanted to be part of the healing, sometimes you were considered a witch and you were burned at the stake um, or that people yes. didn't understand energy. So I think it's delightful that we are now embraced and we also need to do the embracing and we need to open our arms to women all over the world. And of course, now with Zoom and with all of these fabulous networking platforms, um, I'm on one from South Africa. I'm on another one that was created in Ireland. I'm on a couple from Canada, another couple from um, the United States, another one from, from Australia. Um, you know, I mean, this is amazing that we can now be really, truly women of the world. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's it's just a fantastic way of the world, the way that we're going right now. And, yeah. and we as women need to step into our power and yeah. step in and embrace and embrace this yes. completely. That, uh, that we can serve now and do do what we want to do mm-hmm. for the world. Yeah, I, I completely agree. This is such a beautiful time to be mm-hmm. truly who you are, to show the world who you are, to mm-hmm. follow your passion as a woman. And I, yeah, and I, I say the same thing. I don't want to be living <laughs> even, you know, 50 years from now, <laughs> you know, uh, so in the past so yes definitely very grateful uh where we are going and where we are moving what we are doing thank you for sharing that yeah so um moving on I know you had some advice for our listeners yes and uh feel free to share it right now so that we could uh publish it later on so I I say be curious Mm. um always ask questions always do your research Look for, if you don't have the answer, find someone who either has the answer or, um, you know, growing up, we didn't have, I didn't have Google. Yeah. We had Encyclopedia Britannica, (laughs) but that was very, many, very heavy volumes trying to find (laughs) some information and research. Yes. Uh, And so we haven't quite you know, to find information either through the internet or people you might know who know people. Um, and I, and I, I shared this with you earlier, but I often say we actually, what we, what we got in trouble for when we were children ends up being our gift. Mm-hmm. So I was always in trouble for asking questions. <laughs> I think mainly because my parents didn't know how to answer them. <laughs> that's always been who I've been. It's curious, yeah. wondering why, um, why is that happening? 
where's that going? What's happening? And of course, I always got into trouble for being too sensitive. I was way too sensitive. Well, you know, I am now that's my one of my gifts for my clients. So um, yeah, so be aware, I, I think, of, of think about what you got in trouble for as a child. And maybe that is really what you what you're supposed to be supposed to be doing and definitely ask questions always ask questions be curious that's yes. my advice I love that that's another wisdom <laughs> thank you for sharing I love it I love going back to your childhood instead of trying to reinvent or trying to you know um you know a lot of people searching for that answer right but if we just look into our childhood the answers might be there uh great advice Thank you for sharing that. And also, I love being curious, you know, staying curious. I love that. And I think you can apply it to so many situations in life, right? When something Absolutely. happens, when something mm-hmm. happens, instead of going, you know, why this is happening to me, we can wonder, we can ask the question, what can I learn? You know, being curious instead of maybe being mad. And I know it's easy, sometimes easier said than done. Um but I love approaching situations with that curiosity of mind because it's it's asking about the right question, right? So when we ask the right question, we receive the right answers. I love that. So thank you for sharing that advice. And as I said earlier um, about taking responsibility yeah. for what's happening. Yes. Um, I know I learned that many years ago over 20 years ago and I was studying I was studying with uh, an energy teacher I studied with her for eight years and learned that's kind of where I was always knew that I knew it but I didn't have the language for it and so studying with her gave me the language and that's kind of prompted um, my whole journey into 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 healing and health and I it was like a big aha when I realized that I was responsible, whatever was coming to me towards me, I was responsible for it. And so yeah. if it was if it was positive, great. If it was negative, not to look at it, as you said, as something bad, but what is the lesson? Yes. What are we supposed to learn from that? Exactly. Yes. Well, thank you for sharing those again. And I'm moving on to our final section, which is rapid fire questions. Yes. Okay. I'm ready. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, great. Okay. So my first question is, your favorite book name is? A Course in Miracles. Mm, Haven't read that one. Beach or mountains? Beach. Favorite (laughs) international destination to visit? Paris. <laughs> summer or winter? Oh, summer, please. Yes. <laughs> Along with the beach. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, and the last one is things that you have discovered about yourself recently. Hmm. Okay, I don't know if I can answer that really rapidly, but I'm very compassionate. I didn't always know that that's what that was. I'm very, um, I'm always open to learning. Mm-hmm. I say, you know, on my last breath, I want to be able to, I want to learn something new. Yeah. And recently, I think patience, mm. a lot of patience. I'm learning more patience yeah. on how to be patient. 
Yeah. Um, you know, the Healing Institute, I really want it to be where it, I want it to be. Yeah. And it's not, it's, it's going that direction. Um, so I've had to learn to be patient and kind of um, just accept where, where we are right now, where we are is great. And where we're going will be great as well. But yes, you know, the universe, um, the energy, there's timing. Timing is everything. So we're, we're on our way. We're just not where I would like us to be. Yes. <laughs> so that's the patience part. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. And that's such a great self-awareness too, I think, you know, realizing that, you know, mm. really facing situation, understanding, you know, patience is needed here. And I love that. Um, so thank you for sharing. Thank you for being so open today, Vermilion, oh. and sharing your passion. Well, I'm just so delighted to be um, interviewed by you and on your podcast this has been just a lovely lovely experience and um, thank you so much thank you so much and we will post a link on how to find Pramela's website the hub and how to connect with her so check out those links connect with Pramela it's beautiful a business she's doing beautiful work in the world thank you again Pramela for taking the time and I look forward to speaking with you soon bye